are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Dolphins fans, and welcome to this Wednesday, July 28th edition of Locked On Dolphins. I am your host, Kyle Krabs. You wanted training camp? You got training camp. The Dolphins are back in their new facility in Miami Gardens. Uh, With players reporting yesterday for the first day of training camp, the team also announced that next Tuesday will be the team's first padded practice. Not the only significance rooted around next Tuesday's practice, however, because that is uh, still working on some finer details. But I can guarantee you, no matter what, Locked on Dolphins and Kyle Krabs, your host here on Locked on Dolphins, managing editor of USA Today's DolphinsWire.com, director of scouting at thedraftnetwork.com, he's going to be in attendance at Tuesday's practice in Miami Gardens. Excited to say uh, we still have some moving parts as far as how long I'm going to be in town, but at the very least, Tuesday, first padded practice for the Dolphins. We going to be there, and we going to have a good-ass time while we're at it. So uh, I'm, I'm a little excited about it, if you can't tell. But welcome to today's Hump Day episode of Locked on Dolphins. A uh, couple, a lot, actually, of tidbits that we're, we're just kind of going to, now that we have the luxury of not waiting on news and waiting on bated breath for things, we have a lot of ground to cover. Brian Flores and a number of players met with the media yesterday in person to mark the opening of camp. Uh, Players, of course, reported we had a rookie signing, uh, uh, an announcement as far as a player who was a starter for the Dolphins over the course of the last two seasons and his medical status. A lot to dive into, but none of these things are bigger than the news yesterday, which the Dolphins kind of unceremoniously, very casually revealed uh, when they tweeted out a video They were doing a chain of tweets with videos of players arriving in Miami Gardens at the new uh, training facility to mark the opening of training camp. And Jakeem Grant's walking out the door, presumably back to his car to grab something, and he bumps fists with one all-pro corner, Xavier Howard. That, of course, meant that Xavier Howard was in attendance for the start of training camp after holding out of, of mandatory minicamp and skipping OTAs and the big statement about his contract situation and how unpleased and dissatisfied he is with his pay commensurative to the performance he put on the field. So great, right? Xavier Howard in attendance at training camp. Not so fast, my friends, because within 12 hours of showing up at camp. Xavier Howard hops on his Instagram and drops the trade request, formal public trade request, demanding or or indicating that he's unhappy with this situation. I'm just going to read what Xavier Howard wrote, first and foremost. I've given my heart and soul to the Dolphins franchise since they drafted me in 2016. I want to make it clear that I love my teammates. They are my family, but what I've learned is that the business side of the NFL proves organizations don't always have a player's best interest at heart. 
My experience with the Dolphins the past few seasons has taught me that in 2018, I signed an extension that I'll admit I completely didn't understand or or feel comfortable with. I've played on that deal for two seasons and didn't complain, but everyone knows I've significantly outperformed that deal. I'm one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL, and the tape backs that up. The assignments I'm given, shadowing the opposition's best player with little help, proves my value, my worth, yet I'm the second-highest-paid cornerback on my own team, and it's not even close. I want to clear up a few misconceptions about my situations. My agent, David Cantor, and I have never once asked for a completely new contract. We wanted to work out... We wanted things to work out with the Dolphins and brought solutions to the table like guaranteeing more money that we felt were win-wins for both sides. These were proposals of adjustments that wouldn't just make me feel more respected, but were also cap-friendly, but the Dolphins refused everything we proposed. That is why I don't feel the organization has dealt with me in good faith. I don't feel valued or respected by the Dolphins, just like they can take a business-first approach. So can I. That's why I want to make it clear I'm not happy and have requested a trade. Until that trade happens, I'm just here so I don't get fined and will handle myself like professionals do. Xavier Howard. Okay, there's a lot to dig into here. There's a lot to dig into here. And Xavier Howard's going to make this comment, and he is going to want you to feel sorry for him and the Dolphins are the bad guy. But there's only so much sympathy I can provide for a guy who's signing a contract that he doesn't understand. Don't sign the deal. The Dolphins didn't, you didn't have to sign that deal with Miami. And Miami, you talk about good faith. The Dolphins made you the highest paid corner in football when you tied the league in in interceptions with seven and missed the last four games of the season when the Dolphins were in a playoff push. You'd played one full season in the NFL and they paid you the highest paid corner in football. So... I get what Xavier Howard's doing, and I have said all along, I totally respect a player's want and desire and need to maximize their earning potential because in the grand scheme of things, life on an NFL gridiron is short. I get it. But you can't just throw the team under the bus like this when they made you the highest paid corner at the time. And then sit here after you missed 11 games the season you signed the contract and say that you didn't understand the deal. Now, the fact that Howard is saying that that they have proposed solutions that were cap-friendly for the team and the Dolphins don't want to play ball, some of this, I'm sure, has to do with the financial spending the Dolphins are committed to at the cornerback position, the contract that they've already committed to Zavian Howard, and the fact that Xavier Howard has the durability issues that he does, and he's probably towards the back end of his physical prime as a player that they don't want to lock themselves into long-term if they don't trust him to stay healthy. So I, again, I get both sides. But somebody who reads this on a surface level and doesn't understand the context of what the Dolphins gave Xavier Howard when they gave him the deal that they did when they set the market at corner and made him the highest paid corner before he had proved his value in doing that. If Xavier Howard wants to be mad at somebody or wants to throw somebody under the bus, throw your former agent under the bus because he's the guy that got that deal aligned for you and told you to sign that deal when you signed it too early. Because if you'd have waited it out and played to your potential that you've shown when you've been on the field, 
you would have got 18 to $20 million per season. And as Brian Flores said when this was discussed in minicamp, each year is a unique situation as far as setting the market and spending power. And I don't blame the Dolphins for spending what they needed to to get another solid corner in the building if that meant hurting Xavier Howard's feelings. This goes back to the comments Brian Flores made before he coached his first game as a member of the Dolphins, that stars are kind of a me thing, and he wants team-oriented players on this team. And Xavier Howard's going to be looking over his shoulder, looking over at Byron Jones on the other side of the locker room in his feelings because his paycheck's bigger than his. It ain't going to work. So I understand where Xavier Howard's coming from. I understand why he's framing his position the way that he is. But I don't feel sorry for Xavier. You signed the contract, man. Don't make the Dolphins out to be the bad guy. Throw your agent under the bus. Business is business, like you said. And Xavier Howard, he's talked plenty about the business side of the NFL. And he has every right to try to extend himself. But what now I'm fascinated with is Xavier Howard's talked about the business side of the NFL. I want to know. You said, I am here until I get the trade that I've requested. And so I'm going to conduct myself like a professional. I don't, go, don't get fined. What happens if the Dolphins play him out this season? What if the Dolphins don't trade you before the start of the year? You going to play this year and be a professional? First of all, the Dolphins don't want that kind of distraction. I can almost guarantee you they're not going to want to play ball with him after this. It's one thing to, to formally and publicly request a trade, but to air your dirty laundry out in the public like this, that ain't going to set well with Chris Greer or Brian Flores. It's not. This thing's done. But if the Dolphins don't find the value that they feel is appropriate in the immediate vicinity, and this stretches to September, will he play? Will he conduct himself like a quote-unquote professional then? I guess time will tell. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way for you to bet on all of your favorite sports action, whether you're looking for Major League Baseball, the NBA, NHL, UFC, the NFL, right around the corner, guys. You can visit BetOnline for all the greatest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs. Head over to the website in your laptop or mobile device and check out the great sporting news, sign-up bonus, and contest information available to you. Do not sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game. Head over to BetOnline.ag on your laptop or mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code LOCKEDON. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Xavier Howard is not the only major news that came out of day one of training camp, despite the fact that the Dolphins didn't even go on the field. Preston Williams, third-year wide receiver out of Colorado State slash Tennessee, UDFA edition by the Dolphins in year one of their rebuild has had some really bright flashes throughout the course of his two seasons in Miami thus far, uh, but he's also had two abbreviated seasons. He's played about half the year in each of his first two seasons in the NFL, and he's also struggled with catching the football. His catch rate, 
alarmingly low, somewhere right around 51% of his targets over the course of two half seasons worth of play, 51% of the times he's targeted, he's caught the ball. Drops are the name of the game. Think of the Buffalo game last year. Think of the Dallas game in 2019. Consistency catching the football has been a sore spot for Preston Williams, but uh, the last ball that he caught, or the last target he got, was a touchdown reception from Tua Tungvaloa against the Arizona Cardinals last year. Uh, a reception which he caught short of the goal line, turns upfield, defender kind of alligator rolls him, spins his foot, suffers a foot injury. A lot of people want to place it at Christian Wilkins' feet because he jumped up on him to celebrate after the score. Uh, I think that's a bunch of nonsense, personally. And we never saw from Preston Williams again last year. The Dolphins kept it under the radar that he actually had a foot procedure done uh, to repair whatever issue. They played coy with it all season long, teasing, oh, this might be the week. That we're not going to rule out Preston Williams might not come back this week. We're continuing a monitor situation, blah, 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 blah. He had surgery. He was never coming back. It's at the point now where Preston Williams is going to be starting the year, the training camp year. I think that's an important distinguishment to make. It's going to be starting the training camp season on the physically unable to perform or PUP list for the Dolphins. This is a notable nugget uh, because, in my personal opinion, you stack these receivers for the Dolphins. Even if you keep seven, Preston really is not in a position where he can afford to miss a bunch of time and fall behind. Because you go through this wide receiver room, right? Will Fuller, Jalen Waddell, new additions this offseason. Consider them locks. Devontae Parker, you consider him a lock. They're going to have a special teams guy in either Robert Foster or Matt Collins. That, like, that's going to happen. So now you've, you're at four, and you've got about... 10, 9 or 10 guys to sort through for those four spots. Some of them, like Kirk Merritt, they're not going to make the active roster, right? They're going to be really strong practice squad candidates. But you got Lynn Bowden Jr. You got Malcolm Perry. Draft selections in 2020. The Dolphins acquired Bowden Jr. close to the start of the season via trade with the Raiders. He was a third-round pick, top 100 selection. Shows lots of promise. I'd love for him to work alongside Albert Wilson, who's another name that's available. Those three guys alone, who I've mentioned, now get you to seven names. Preston Williams, obviously not brought into the fray yet. Alan Hearns, not brought into the fray yet. Isaiah Ford, I don't think is going to make the roster, but not mentioned yet. Jakeem Grant, not mentioned yet. You can see the math problem the Dolphins have here. And if we're being completely honest about who Preston Williams is as a player, when you're playing for keeps, I understand last season there were a ton of rave reviews about Preston Williams in training camp. But at the end of the day, Preston Williams is a big-bodied receiver who struggles with consistency catching the football and has been hurt to the point where he's missed the back half of each of the last two seasons. I understand He's a very cheap player, right? They got him as a UDFA. So his minimum salary 
is going to be very enticing for the Dolphins to want to keep around. But unless the Dolphins find an opportunity and an excuse and a motivation to, say, move on from Devontae Parker, is Preston Williams going to have a clean role in this wide receiver room? Right now, I don't definitively say that the answer is yet. Yes. And if I were Brian Flores and Chris Greer in their shoes, I would probably look for opportunities to transition and go all in and put all my chips on the table with versatile weapons and guys who have speed and separation ability. Neither one of those things is Preston Williams. So this is not good news for Preston Williams that he had foot he had foot surgery towards the end of last season, has all offseason. He's going to start on the PUP list. Now, here's the good news. He can come off that list whenever he's ready. They can literally just tell him, hey, you're practicing today, and boom, they'll move him off the list like that. If he's on the PUP list to start the season, the actual regular season when they cut down the 53, he has to miss the first six weeks of the season. Maybe that's his best-case scenario to, to continue to find a role on the active roster. I don't know. But as I review Preston Williams relative to the other options the Dolphins have, I'd rather have Devontae Parker. I understand Devontae is significantly more expensive, but I don't think you're going to find an easy out for Devontae Parker this year regardless. So Devontae's going to be on the roster. I'd rather have Will Fuller. I'd rather have Jalen Waddell. I'd rather have Albert Wilson. I'd rather have Limbone Jr. That's five. You get a special teams guy, Mac Hollins or Robert Foster. And an even more important note is, is the five guys that I mentioned, Parker, Fuller, Waddle, Bowden Jr., and Wilson. Those guys are all, in my opinion, more attractive offensive threats. So that means you're getting into the role, if you're going to be wide receiver five or six on the depth chart, you got to be able to play some teams. And the only time we've seen Preston Williams play teams with any consistency was when they dabbled with him as a punt returner in 2019, and he got hurt returning a punt against the Jets. I don't have a lot of confidence in what role Preston Williams fills, especially with Devontae Parker still on the roster, and especially with Mike Isecki serving as effectively a slot receiver that's six foot five, six foot six. So watch Preston Williams and just keep an eye on that situation because I think if you're, if you're going to go all in with surrounding Tua with the types of weapons that you anticipate he's going to exceed the most with, I don't know if Preston makes that cut. Unless you're keeping seven receivers and you're comfortable with wide receiver five or six not playing teams at all and just serving as the big body backup to Devontae Parker on the outside. RockAuto.com is a family business who's been providing auto parts customers with high-quality service online for the last 20 years. So whether you're shopping for engine control modules, brake parts, taillights, motor oil, or even new carpet for your classic or daily driver, RockAuto.com has everything you need in one easy-to-navigate catalog, and in just a few clicks, you can get everything delivered directly to your front door. Best of all, price of the same at rockauto.com for both professionals and do-it-yourselfers, so why would you shop anywhere else and spend up to twice as much for the same parts? 
So visit rockauto.com for all of your auto parts needs and write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all of the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Built Bar is a candy bar. Just kidding. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. These things are absolutely delicious. Nine amazing flavors for you to choose from. They're high in protein, high in fiber, low in calories, low in sugar. They're easy to eat on the go. They are delicious. This is not like eating a, a strip of leather off the bottom of your shoe. These things legitimately eat like Snickers or Three Musketeers. And they're good for you with less than 200 calories per bar and 100% chocolate on all of their bars. So whether you're looking for something as a meal replacement, something to grab and go, something in the middle of the night, something to put in the glove box, something to put in the lunch box, you name it, Built Bar can be it. And right now you can save 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com using promo code LOCKED15. That's BuiltBar.com promo code LOCKED15 to save 15% off your order of the world's most delicious protein bar. So we had Xavier Howard reporting for camp. We had Preston Williams starting training camp on the PUP list. And that is not even scratching the surface of the news that we got yesterday because the Dolphins finalized the final signing of their 2021 rookie class at the midnight hour, pushing this thing through just before the start of camp. The Dolphins announced the signing of rookie tackle Liam Eichenberg, who the team traded up for in the second round, and somebody who is expected to compete for a starting job on the Dolphins' offensive line. So getting him locked in puts the entire class under contract in time for the start of padded practices tomorrow. That cannot be said for every team across the league. There is one really interesting omission from the signed rookies of the first round, it's the number two overall pick, if you're keeping score at home, that is New York Jets quarterback, Zach Wilson. Um, I understand there's probably some offset language that teams are going to be particular about, but you had all this time and a set rookie wage scale that dictates to you the financials are going to be set effectively in stone. And Jets players reported to camp yesterday at the same time that the Dolphins did and the only player they did not have in attendance was their number two overall pick at the quarterback position because he hasn't signed his contract yet. That, to me, is a little sus, if we're being honest. I'm sure it'll get done, and it'll get done quickly. But you have to be, if you're the Dolphins, or you're a fan of the Dolphins, and you're, you're attentive to what else is happening across the AFC East, the fact that that level of hardship was apparently found in getting the number two overall pick under contract when the New York media has already begun eating Zach Wilson alive because of some of the social media presence his mother provides. Uh, you ain't in Utah anymore, guys. Welcome to the big leagues. And uh, here's hoping the Dolphins are able to welcome Zach Wilson when that time comes with plenty of picks when they face the Jets later this season. Uh, but good for Miami on securing Liam Eichenberg just before the start of training camp because Eichenberg, if we're being honest, uh, should be expected to come in and compete for a starting role. Austin Jackson, 
got the left tackle job right off the jump. He was drafted in part because of need last year. So they needed him to come in and start. And the Dolphins felt they had a better answer with Robert Hunt, who was drafted 39th last year, on the bench and getting the rookie start at right guard and Solomon Kinley. And of course, by the end of the season, all three were starters. Liam Eikenberg doesn't have to worry about that this year. He's the only rookie who's coming in. They did draft Larnell Coleman in the seventh round, but Liam Eikenberg is the player that's coming in expected to compete for a starting job as a team that gave up a future third-round pick to trade up a handful of spots, less than 10 spots to go get. So you don't want him missing any time at all, and the Dolphins have avoided that, and for that, we should applaud them for doing, uh, which gives us each of the three major bullet points for the Dolphins. Preston Williams on the physically unable to perform list to start camp. Dolphins at the midnight hour get Liam Eichenberg inked in time for the start of camp. Tomorrow on the show, Power to the Pod coming a little later than usual. We usually host it on Tuesdays, but we had to edge in that last defensive back part of the series. Uh, revisiting NFL draft evaluations of the Dolphins starters before uh, their respective NFL drafts, which I had a great time doing, got a lot of great feedback on. So tomorrow's show is in your hands, everyone. Power to the pod. You tell me what training camp storylines, what training camp headlines, what Miami Dolphins NFL or non-football specific storylines and headlines are catching your attention the most, and we will tackle as many of them as possible on a special Thursday episode of Power to the Pot. So hit subscribe, keep it locked in. Right here on Locked on Dolphins, I'm your host Kyle Krebs. Thanks as always for tuning in. It's great chatting with you. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. Hope to talk with you all again tomorrow.